I can sell, sell. I can sell, sell. Hey, welcome to Make It So So, podcast about the not so good episode of Star Trek. Today we are talking about The Savage Curtain, which is episode 22 of season 3 of Star Trek, the original series. Kirk and Spock are forced to fight alongside historical figures as an alien race looks on to understand the concepts of good versus evil. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. All right, guys. Uh, we got Honest Abe in this one. Uh, yes, Star Trek, we do. Star Trek first and last? Um, <laughs> uh, who wants to uh, who wants to start off with uh, first impressions? Dan, you want to do this time? Okay. okay. All right, I'll go. <laughs> I, Beth, you I go. always go first. All right, Beth, there you go. All right, so I will say that just prior to watching this episode, I did watch the Daniel Day-Lewis rendition of Lincoln oh. in Lincoln. Okay. And I can't say that the performances were exactly comparable. Yeah. Um, no, definitely uh, not comparable. But to be perfectly honest, I was all aboard this episode in the first half, even though it stars Abraham Lincoln in space. Um, yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> all right, this is actually going kind of okay. Um, and then halfway through that went out the window. So, and I'm sure we can talk about all the reasons why that happened, but, um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, so halfway through, it was like, okay, maybe this isn't that terrible and maybe actually pretty good, but, um, no, in the end, not, not exactly. So Dan, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Wow. I, I don't understand. I I don't understand. You weren't on board at all. No. So hold on. (laughs) I no. Here's the thing. I hated the beginning of this episode. Oh, what? I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm, oh, I thought it was mm-hmm, really good. Mm-hmm. But it totally won me over as it went. Wait, I like, what? I liked no. the second half of this episode How? A lot. Nothing happens in me the too. second half That's of exactly the episode. That's exactly what happened to me. Really? That's exactly yes. what happened yeah. to me. Yes. Yeah. It's, so, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive <laughs> I was, in. So, yeah. I was so, time checking so hard on the second half. I was just like, God, when is it going to be I, over? I understand that, but okay, but yeah, all so. right, Newman. Newman, your uh, first impression. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, I'm kind of like the anti Beth for this one, like what? Because the the <laughs> first half, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like Abe Lincoln in his chairs on the view screen, got Genghis Khan. Like what the hell is going on? But then, like once you realize what's going on, it's like okay, this is like a grand scheme of like, you know. Spoilers, you know, good versus evil and like the whole cosmic balance of what's good and bad, you know, and I kind of thought that was interesting. But if you only watch the first half of this episode, I can totally see someone thinking like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, like, I guess. Like, uh, what? Well, what is this show? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. Because <laughs> I, I, I almost gave up on it and I was like, this is going to be just atrocious oh my god so i was exactly the opposite right because the (laughs) first episode the first half is where you're trying to figure it out right and they're like revealing small bits to you as you go which to me was like kind of fun it was like oh my gosh okay oh whoa that's that's what's happening oh that's what that person is and then Mm -hmm. you get Mm -hmm. to the end they maybe they reveal it too early i don't know because then they reveal it and then there's like spoiler alert like (laughs) fight to the death and then uh i don't know like but it just it goes on like way too long, right? Because because it's so low budget and stuff, there's not a lot they can do during that fight to the death. Oh, so, no. Um, if I could have like, improved this episode, I would have gotten through the first half faster and spent more no. time. I would have been totally the opposite. Yeah. Totally yeah. opposite. We yeah, let's let's not be okay. friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the beginning of Divorce. this episode. Yeah, let's just let's just dive in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Newman, so, uh, yeah. so get us into it. So the cold open is pretty basic, really. Um, mm-hmm. Except the, Abraham Lincoln well, shows up. Right. At the end of, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so the Enterprise <laughs> is orbiting a planet, um, scanning for life on just a, a, you know, one of their assigned missions. Um, they detect carbon life forms on the planet is impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just it's just can't can't be done. Um, but they do detect some energy waves. So, yeah, both you know, Spock and right. Sulu both pick up different somethings right. that indicate civilization, civilization. like possible and, life forms. Right. Right. And they're saying that it's not possible because the planet is basically like a lava planet. It's 
Exactly. It's well, super hot and molten and all that good stuff. Well, kind of. So, so yeah, everyone on board except for Bones mm-hmm. is confused by these conflicting facts. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just lava, but right. they're, <laughs> they're showing this. Bones literally says the word poppycock. Yes. So, yes. way to go. And his role is to just be ignorant. Mm-hmm. He's just like, what the hell are you talking about? Life. It's lava. Can't yeah. you see? You idiots. <laughs> you and, jerks. And like, yeah. It's so good because like Spock and Kirk kind of look at each other. It's like, God damn it. It's it's yeah. it's almost like, I don't know, having a, a, a child that is your, your equal and you just yeah. have to put up with like whatever they're saying, even though everyone else in the room knows what's going on. Right. I feel like, like we've all yeah. we've all worked with that guy. Or that oh, certainly. Linda. Certainly. Like, oh, all right, of Linda. Course. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Bones, Bones is great for that reason. You know, he's always the, like, just the, just the curmudgeon who doesn't want to do anything. He's just like, mm-hmm. let's just leave here. Screw it. Mm-hmm. You know, but that, 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 that's, that's why he's just, a great character. I would just be his... so bothered if my doctor was the, like, everyone agrees is the idiot. Oh, sure. Like, I I'd want that so guy in a different role. I don't <laughs> right. know if it's so much that he's the idiot, but, like, I see it as his mission is slightly different than everyone else's mission. Like his mission is to keep everyone on board alive and yeah. Spock and Kirk just keep fucking like uh, running into danger. All right. I haven't thought about like, that. Sure. Like, all right. Sure. So he's, he's just like, trying oh, to keep Jesus. his job easy. I mean, yeah, he even says yeah. like later in the episode when Kirk's like, yeah, let's go to the surface. He's like, look, man, I don't know if I can patch you up from this. Like if you yeah. go down there. There's only so much I can do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, well, in the um, end, so uh, Kirk so is like, all right, yeah, well, you know, it is lava. I know the readings don't make sense. Let's just, let's just move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But they can't. Right. Right. They, uh, they, they're being scanned and probed. Right. Um, Deeply and swiftly. Right. Which is <laughs> that's what he says. something. That's what well, boy. says. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a line. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, before we know it, uh, there's this mass approaching them on the view screen and at first kind of like this purplish orangish sort of like bright thing you don't really know Mm -hmm. what it is and then it solidifies into abraham lincoln honest Mm -hmm. abe folks is here in in his like (laughs) memorial chair right it is like the one from the monument kind of pretty like much big high armed chair yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> like, much just okay. like thanos flying around in his <laughs> right, chair exactly. oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is oh, infinity god. chair oh my god but yeah so he shows up he uh i think they no actually they d- don't talk to him before the cold open and then right they go back right. to act one yeah um honest abe is like uh you know i really am abraham lincoln um I am, and and he knows Kirk's name. He, he, he actually knows all of their names, mm-hmm. um, right. which is kind of mysterious at first. You know, mm-hmm. like how the hell do you know our names? Um, and this is surprising. Kirk permits him to come on board, which I was like, that's a daring move. <laughs> Not only does he permit yeah. him to come on board, he orders everyone f- to like act as if it's the presidential treatment. So they have to be in full, <laughs> full dress uniforms, <laughs> yeah. very formal. Um, right. And everyone's and like, love, what the shit? Yeah, but Bones <laughs> and Scotty are just like, what the hell, you idiot? That is right. obviously not Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> right. And then Kirk has to walk him through it. He's like, yeah, I get it. But yeah. we can't escape. This thing is obviously powerful and right. it thinks, or at least it is saying it's Abraham Lincoln. Right. So let's play along. Right. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, Spock yeah. has a good line there, too, because they, they're basically giving Spock a lot of shit for not for treating this person like Abraham Lincoln. He's like, Mm -hmm. you're the science officer. Like, how is this scientific? And he goes, I'm observing what this thing does. Like I'm going to play along and try to figure out what its motives are and stuff. Observe and respond. Yeah. Makes total sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, So so, Spock's initial scan showed that this thing, Lincoln was be right before they beamed it up, Mm -hmm. uh, appeared to be mineral, almost like a living rock with heavy foreclaws. Right. Yeah. And then quickly like, the scan showed a full human. Human. Right. It's like, all right. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I think that might be the case. Right. In this particular yeah. case, so we should note, like, right by this time, they've gone to the transporter room and they're awaiting the arrival of uh, pseudo president Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So this is where, so this was the first time maybe, or maybe I hadn't seen it before that I'd seen TOS's um, 
formal dress uniforms and they're kind of fun like i'm glad you're talking about it. I'm, glad, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because i Pretty watched, shiny either for their very shiny i watched part of this episode with my girlfriend kelly for all mm-hmm. listeners who don't know her um <laughs> she lost her mind when she saw the dress yes. the dress uniforms <laughs> yes. because she was like first of all why does scotty get to dress up in a his, kilt his, and his, yes. like little like thing on his shoulder but then she lost her mind when she saw like kirk's it's like some sort of like Indian silk, like yes, uh, like <laughs> it's that like chartreuse. And, okay, and green how color. much different of a series would this be if those were the normal uniforms? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> they look but, so uncomfortable too because they're like very tight, right? <laughs> but they are crazy outfits. Like they they really are. And then I she, really like them. Yeah, yeah. And then she <laughs> lost her mind when she saw the little like badges and like the like on their chest. Yes. Um, they look just like Pokemon trainer badges from Pokemon Go. Like, oh, really? If, if, if you look <laughs> at Pokemon Go, the characters wear badges like that. They look just like that. So she lost her mind about that, too. So I, I thought oh that was God. just pretty funny. because I love it. Yeah, so Scotty gets permission to wear his like cultural garb, which is kind of funny. He's wearing a kilt and like his... Right. Oh, I forgot what those are called. For the families, they have the different yeah. like, plaids. I forgot what they're yeah. called. Yeah. Um, Listeners, I'm sure, will know. Um, but yeah, that's super weird. And then also the red shirts, like the security personnel, it's like theirs. They just gave them a cummerbund. It right. was like, ah, whatever. You're lower. You're not even officers. You're enlisted personnel. Like, get right. out of here. Exactly. Was <laughs> that the, the, the white cummerbund? Yeah. That was the belt to hold their phasers. Well, then they didn't get really anything for their dress uniform. Right. I don't, right. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. other thing is, like, once Lincoln comes aboard, they're basically saying, like, look, we're going to treat them with all he's going to get treated with all the formalities of a president visiting our ship. Um, and then but as he's beaming aboard, they're still holding their they're still aiming their guns at him. And I'm right. like, that's not the correct treatment. I thought that was very strange too. Like, yes, oh. this, is, this is President Abraham Lincoln, man. Don't, don't aim yes. your guns at him. Come on. But they do, they do do the whistle, which I love. So for our yep. listeners out there, I, I worked as a researcher for the Navy for a little while. And one of the things that I loved about it was like all the pageantry. Yeah. Cause it's kind of silly. And a lot of it is old tradition sure. that have held over for a long time. And the whistling thing is still a thing. So mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. go and I, I just think it's kind of fun that they take the old traditions of like military pageantry and stuff. And it still carries over into like space applications. And I just think that's like really silly and kind of fun. Um, so they do the, you know, the whistling, it's it's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. The whistle like calls them all to attention and then they stand at attention and he like beams on board. and stuff. So anyways, I don't know. I just think it's super, super fun and like a nice, a nice touch. Is that, yeah. Is that the same whistle that they still use today in real life? That I don't know. It sounds the same. It might be the same mm-hmm. like physical mechanism, like the physical whistle instrument. Yeah. I just don't know if the call is the same. It's, gotcha. It might be. It kind of sounds like it to me. But I was never like an you know an enlisted Navy personnel or you yeah. know, went through in the training. I was a civilian working for them. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I have to okay. look. I could maybe, ask. Maybe it was <laughs> yeah. back then when the show was made. Maybe That's maybe it was. Cool. That is possible. Now, uh, yeah. Speaking oh. of old cultures. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. This is this is problematic. This, <laughs> I, this I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, meets Uhura. Yeah. Yes. This is problematic. <laughs> refers to her yeah. as a charming negress. Yeah. Yes. That is a problem. (laughs) So now she takes it in stride and and responds with, uh, well, why should I object? In our century, we've learned not to fear words. Right. Which, you know, is a a nice sentiment. It's it's not a... Yeah. I don't think it's a fear thing, though. More so as a disrespectful thing. Right. So Kurt responds with, we've each learned to be delighted with what we are. Right. Which I did chuckle with that comment. I have a problem with that. It's like saying that we love being called these bad things. You know what I mean? Uh, like, and I'm not uh, sure if being delighted <laughs> with who you are like solves the problem of racism and sexism. Right. It's not an internal problem, I think, so much as it's an external problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, all right. <laughs> so here's the thing: as soon as she kind of blew it off and was not affected at all. 
by right. the word negress, I mm-hmm. I was reminded that uh, uh, real life President Lincoln uh, has used sure. uh, slightly more offensive words, starting yes. with the same letter, right. yeah. uh, referring to black people. Yes. And if that had been in this episode and she responded that way, right. it would have changed television history sure, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, i mean this, this show was filmed oh in the 60s God, yeah. so i know but come on that would have no been... i'm not saying yeah, yeah yeah i'm not saying that i, it I should... think it was a bold move to put that in the show uh yeah definitely yeah i just don't think it re- i mean it definitely doesn't work now uh mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know if it worked then either well, uh, I mean, he is immediately kind of like called to right. task. They address it up front, right. but right, it's right, just right. that that would have been something else. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing, though, that I really hated and I'm, I just really hate it. So they have Uhura, right? And I forgot the woman that plays her, you know, and she's an actual black person yeah. on the show. And But then later on in the show, they recruit a character who's in blackface. And I'm like, oh. Really? Uh, you know, wait, I mean, you're talking like, about uh, the guy who plays the Klingon. Kalos. Yeah. Yeah. Kalos. So is it still blackface really? if it's an alien creature that has dark skin? I don't know. Yes. Uh, well, I think I think we can go ahead and say yes, it is blackface. The, right? Like they couldn't just recruit yeah, a dark skinned The Klingons actor. <laughs> from the original show have always been problematic for that reason. Yeah. Um, uh, the. the, the Next Generation era did cast a lot more African-American actors yeah. um, as as the Klingons, um, but it is problematic in this one, I, I think, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But there's problems well, with, with the Klingons in general back then because the makeup looks horrible and it's never looked good. Yeah, and so. like speaking of like, not, not necessarily blackface, but Abraham Lincoln had... Yeah. Like, like I don't know, a quarter of the way to blackface makeup he on. He was extremely bronze, like and especially yes. like there, like there's are, there's are a couple scenes where you can like see where his hand makeup ends, right? And he's he's right. he's a pretty pale white guy. Yeah, his makeup did not look good. No, um, that was <laughs> that was uh. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So so there are those problems with this episode, but um, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. yeah, we're in a room and now I believe it's Bones and Scotty and Kirk and Spock are sitting down. Yeah. Discussing the invitation to come down to the planet. Right. Abe mm-hmm. has left. Right. Yes, he has left. Yes. Uh, Kirk Bones, delivers yeah. the most Kirk line ever. He says, why? Lincoln, Spock. <laughs> and it, it, it is literally that big of a wait between words. And I was just. Yeah blown away i was like okay that was that's something else but anyway <laughs> yeah. um so the rest of the crew doesn't want them to go um kirk says contact has been offered and that's what we're out to find first first mm-hmm. contact so they're going to accept the invitation um yeah kirk explains yeah. that he really even though this is dangerous he sees it as an opportunity to continue their mission right like they're which he's right. I mean, contact yeah. has been established. Yeah, yeah. That is Which their is primary like, goal. Up until this point, this is why I was like kind of digging the episode, right? It was like, mm-hmm. okay, there's this weird thing. We don't really know what's going on, but we are like following what we're supposed to be doing. I don't know. Up until this point, I'm like still on board, even sure. though, sure. even though it is absolutely absurd that Abraham Lincoln <laughs> is on board. But they did. <laughs> I thought they write they wrote his character well, like the way, like the types of things that he would say. And do and I thought the actor playing him like didn't do a terrible job. I thought he did like actually a pretty good job. So I, yeah, you know um, he, he did yeah, good. He did look like Abraham Lincoln. Like, yeah, and, although and it was weird that his face looked like it was dusted with charcoal for some reason. It know. was really. I don't know what was not, going on there. Yeah, that, that makeup was, was not good. So yeah, yeah uh, but he did Scotty, look like him. Yeah, uh, Scotty and Bones are very concerned that this is all a trick to get them to just beam themselves down into a sea of lava. Right. Which, <laughs> yeah, it's a reasonable. I, it's fair. I guess yeah. I guess it's a first, you know, objection. But Kirk is like, hold on. Why would they only want to kill two of us if they're really trying to hurt us? Like they obviously have right. control sure. of our ship. They could right. take us all out. And that would be like 
That's true. a really yeah. in- inefficient, dumb way to take us out. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Uh, and then, yeah. oh yeah. So, right. So anyway, Kirk is just like, fuck you guys. I'm going down. Like, deal with yeah. it. Peace and, out. And then Scotty and uh, Bones have to remind the audience, beaming down into a pool of lava would be fatal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bones is like, I... Yeah, I, I could not fix that. No, <laughs> Scott is like, once they're in the lava, it would be too late. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, lava is irreversible. Yep. Um, yes. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was so pretty they, good. So they beam down. Yes, but the not before they change outfits. And tricorders are mm-hmm. left behind. They're left mm-hmm. behind. So this, this creature or something is is blocking their ability to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yep. Now we're on the surface. Yes. So yeah. so we, here's where it goes yeah. wrong for me. Here's where it goes right. Right. <laughs> Beth, I, okay. I will agree with you that from here on out, um, it is a little bit too long in terms of like the uh how it how it pays off in the end. Um yes. but yes. I do think once they explain it as ridiculous as it is for me, it did become a lot more interesting. But the Um, thing is, is that I got the punchline as soon as you, as pretty much as soon as they get to the place and they introduce the other characters that are on the surface. Like I was like, Oh, these are bad guys. These are good guys. Got it. But at the same time, like the, the other thing that I think really bothered me. And I mean, this is a common trope across all of star Trek, um, but it was like, here's another example of all powerful beings mm-hmm. that basically get to do whatever the F they want with the crew and the crew has no recourse whatsoever. Like well, they mm-hmm. have no. total control over the situation and now we're just sort of at their whim. I think that fits um, completely because if, if we are exploring the universe and mm-hmm. the multiverse, whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be pretty rare that we're going to find civilizations that are exactly at our level. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are tons of levels above our understanding and power that would seem like all powerful to us. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a bunch of levels above us. Well, the thing that's problematic for me is not the realism, but the excitement. So like that, Mm -hmm. that trope, that background is kind of boring, right? Like they try to... they try to fight back and they can't. They just have to do whatever this like being forces them to do. Yeah. But um, that, which that I think like, is actually where the story gets lost a little bit because they have no like. So spoiler alert for for our listeners, like the story mm-hmm. is like they want forty year Enterprise crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, yeah. not my uh, fault. Um, the, the limit is 60 years. Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, no, no, no. So the the story is that this civilization is trying to understand the like philosophies of what would be considered good and evil and them, them having to fight their philosophies mm-hmm. out. But they actually don't get an opportunity to fight their philosophies out because they're forced to brutally fight one another physically. And like a philosophy doesn't always include like your physical force. I well, see so that's really frustrating, yeah. right? Well, so it's if, frustrating mm-hmm. because... They could, if this being was not like all powerful, it's possible that they could have won the fight in another way, or I don't but know. If, I don't know. It's not the monst- realism. It's more like if, the the story. If these aliens don't understand the concepts of good and evil, mm-hmm. it's very likely they they wouldn't have a very good test of pitting them against each other. Aside from this, well, my qu- my point is that like yeah. even if you do understand the philosophy philosophies of good and evil there's probably not a good test to pit them against one another but Ooh, see, no. they oh, have okay. fundamentally well, different like strategies th- and you're forcing it, one strategy on them there so. are but we'll get okay. into that anyway right, so right, we're right. on the keep ground going. keep going we're on the yeah. uh so the the creatures apparently have uh created an earth-like atmosphere for this like thousand kilometer right block of the lava La- planet land mm-hmm. i mean this this is a very star trek beam down location oh yeah like, this yeah. looks like every other beam down location yeah. so like it looks just, just like earth i was like nowhere on earth yeah. looks like that it's like, like if a combination was, of yeah. desert right. and jungle they, mark, they make sure you can't really see beyond like 20 feet away because yes. right. there's rocks yeah. because yeah because yeah. you right. know exactly limitations of studios it's fine exactly right. that's fine now we meet surak 
Mm-hmm. The greatest Vulcan ever. Okay, I'm curious to, to hear what Kelly had to say about his outfit. She actually wasn't watching anymore oh, by this point. Oh, man. His outfit. So his outfit is basically, it's basically a crocheted Snuggie. Right. It's With a like, lot of, a lot of shoulders showing. Like yeah. A, a lot of, so like, much shoulder. Bone. Yeah. Very, mm-hmm. very in for now. I've tried to explain I, to Dan many times that, like, <laughs> that look is really in style now. It's called the cold shoulder. It's terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called the cold shoulder? It really is called the cold shoulder. That's funny. <laughs> Being a woman <laughs> right. sucks sometimes because sometimes, like... You go to the store and depending on what's in, the only thing you can find is garbage nonsense. You're like, I don't really want my shoulders exposed all the time. It's 62 degrees in my office, quite literally everyone. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) obviously Vulcan males have to deal with the same thing. So I don't want to Apparently they do. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, uh, Spock is like taken aback. This is essentially his... Uh, I don't want to say Jesus, uh, but like a uh, Martin Luther Kinda King, is. like like the father of like peaceful philosophy yeah. on it's his planet. Their, their right. modern rationality is this yeah. is the guy who started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he's taken aback, and then immediately kind of apologizes for showing emotion because apparently right. yeah. this is the guy that like started the whole like emotions bad. Let's all do mm-hmm. logic. And the emotion mm-hmm. that he showed was just like shocked that he's standing in front of him, basically, which seems pretty reasonably normal. Yeah, um, I think I but, think that's. I mean, it's the yeah. most. If, if it's the most important person in your history, and he's been dead for like yeah. centuries, apparently. right? <laughs> I think that's fine. He, yeah. he is the Abraham Lincoln to Kirk to right. to to Spock. Exactly. Right. And yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. So, so rock. this rock nearby turns into a giant goo man uh, with crazy he's like got mole like claws, seven eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, this, though, I kind of like the costume a little bit. Like it's fucking weird and wacky but it, it's bold yes it's, it is, it's it is. bold <laughs> it, it is the eyes are like light up which is kind of cool like yeah. when it's talking they, they lit light up, up with his with his voice and he yeah. has weird it's claws. very you know sci-fi 60s uh, it which reminds I will, me I will forgive. of if listeners if you're like near a google machine uh a there's google a group <laughs> there's a group in Rhode Island, in Providence, called the Big Nazo, and it reminds me of the Big Nazo quite a lot. Okay. So you should I will check use that, that on my Google yeah. machine later. You should, that. you should Google machine it, that. It kind of looked, it, I, it looked a little less like rock and a little more like fecal matter. It does look like sure. poop. It's just yeah. a big seven foot pile. Because it's right. kind of wet yeah. looking, I think, because it's made out of latex. Well, it, it has like, to move. I get it. You yeah, can't really yeah, have yeah. rocks but it, sliding against each other, but maybe the paint job could have been better. It definitely looks poopy. Well, also he like sure. he was steaming because he was he's he's a lava rock right. oh, monster, yeah. yeah, which did not help. But anyway, it was it was definitely of its time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it's like, I'll you know what the poop refers, emoji looks like? Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it refers to himself or the planet as Excalbia. Yeah, so it's I guess the they're planet. the Excalbians or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he introduces the other people on the planet. Correct. They are Genghis Khan. Which is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Colonel Green, who mm-hmm. he explains, I guess, was a leader in World War Three on Earth. Yes. Right. Uh, Je- I called him Genocide a- Man. Yes. Yes. They explained that he man. was the mastermind behind another yes. genocide. Right. Uh, we meet Zora. Who is mm-hmm. like a just a pretty stereotypical evil person, right? Uh, who apparently experimented on people or something, right? You have to remember. So these are alien creatures too. So whatever yes, atrocities yeah, were completed completed on their home world, right? Exactly. What they're explaining. And Kalis, the unforgettable, who That's apparently right. was laid out the blueprints for planetary takeover for. Uh, Klingons for the Klingons. Yes, yeah. we actually meet a Kalos later in Next Generation. Yes, um, I believe he's a clone of Kalos, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly. Hmm. Um, but yeah. he's much more of a hero there in that mm-hmm. series than here. Mm-hmm. So, well, yep. Yep. to to the Klingons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Right. So now we have our our four good dudes. We have Kirk, Spock, mm-hmm. uh, Lincoln, and Serac. Uh, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the Bat Team Evil, Genghis Khan, Colonel Green, Zora, and Kalis. Right. And uh, our, our lava monster explains that this is a play and a show. And he, he refers to like the land as, as the stage. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and kind of lays out the the rules and he's basically mm-hmm. saying like hey this is we want to learn about good and evil and uh the rules are survive and right. if you survive mm-hmm. we right. find out if good or evil wins wins right pretty, Especially pretty, they, pretty simple concept yeah yeah it's like a hunger game scenario except it's teams you know so yeah whoever exactly. um you know. we should point out too at this point the rock monster has made the enterprise pretty much inoperable so yes they can't yes. communicate right. with one another they've shut down all power systems and the uh, enterprise right now is on the brink of exploding and killing everyone on board so there's something right. going wrong that they can neither explain nor fix um but it's a dire situation right yeah the, the shields between the antimatter and the matter in the engine blah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, are <laughs> deteriorating yeah. and uh, right. specifically scotty's like we don't know what what's going on and we also mm-hmm. know that we can't stop it Mm -hmm. we got about four hours before it explodes right exactly yeah so here's where it gets interesting for me because okay um at first the the good team quote-unquote is like well we're just not going to do it because we don't you know we don't believe in this kind of of brutal fighting right um and a couple hours pass they still haven't fought the rock monster is like like, two hours go by i'm like how did what are you guys doing Right. Down there for two the, hours. The, 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 the rock monster is like, why aren't you doing this? You know, like this is. Well, he also said, like, you will, you'll change your mind. Right. I, and, the, yeah. and this is where it gets interesting because he introduces stakes for the good team. So mm-hmm. he, so Kirk is allowed to call up to the ship mm-hmm. where Scotty says, you know, we are going to explode. Yeah. And basically, and basically that mm-hmm. pits Kirk in a scenario where he has to act to save the rest of his ship. Um, See, this is where it breaks down for me too, is like, okay, good and evil. We want to learn about the philosophies of those things and how they mm-hmm. win ultimately at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But like the stakes that he set up though, are not about their philosophies. They're just, they come down fundamentally to just who is stronger in battle. Uh, it's not about their strategy. So, so you don't like the fact that he made Kirk's team have to act. Yeah, because, because that's not the philosophy of good. Right. Like, so you're I not see. pitting them against their like, ideology. He, he's forcing their, their hand to have to do something to shape yeah, to, in order that, to save yeah, the ship. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, and I, like, that's I can, not, that's not a true that. test. <laughs> that's just right. forcing people to fight. He doesn't even understand the, the concepts. So uh, he obviously doesn't have a very good. Well, that's where I think this episode could have went somewhere crazier, right? Like, or even better for the story that they were trying to tell is they could have said like, okay, this guy doesn't understand the concepts. Let's te- let's help him understand the concepts. I think that right. would have been very a TNG approach. Like, I think we would have seen something like that where ultimately at the end of the day, the good crew would have stuck to their like good crew philosophy and just changed the rules of the game rather than played along with the game and just sort of like whoever right. had the most brute force won. All right. If you right. wanted to get crazier, okay. I will say <laughs> okay. in the original Roddenberry idea for this episode mm-hmm. you know who was going to be on team evil who? none other than mr adolf hitler oh wow oh that's the, okay i'm kind of surprised could have had <laughs> like lincoln and adolf hitler in a fist fight that would have been just oh my goodness this, this would have happened this could i very have been much like wish that would have happened the most yeah. impactful like episode of tv history with, <laughs> pretty good. with with abraham yeah. lincoln dropping an n-bomb Right. And then yeah. fighting Adolf Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, they, they just missed so much impact yeah. here. Man. That would have been pretty good. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Colonel Green <laughs> uh, approaches Kirk. Maybe he's, suppo- like, he's the Hitler stand-in, I guess. It guy. seems like it. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. It seems yeah. like he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Sorry, uh, everyone. Approaches Kirk <laughs> and uh, is like, you know what? Let's let's just talk through our differences. And we're, this our guy's real, our enemy. We're stuck our here, Our real too. enemy is the lava right. monster. We were tricked and all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kirk points out like, hey, you were pretty much like notorious for striking people in the midst of negotiation. Which yeah. Hitler did. That's exactly what Hitler right. did. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, and also, like, literally in the middle of this negotiation, 
they, Team they, Evil, yeah, right? Genghis Khan. Right, that's the thing. I don't was like a baseball-sized rock. How was Kirk not? How was Kirk not ready for that? Well, like, I think I think he was. I, I think he was a. I think he suspected it, and then it just happened, and then okay. they well, fought them off. Yeah. This, okay. this is also what's kind of interesting about this is that we kind of like uh, it slowly gets unraveled that obviously these aren't the real people. It's not really Abraham Lincoln, right. but that the lava monster people created the most good and the most evil people from the ship's minds when they scanned. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Kirk's idea of good was Lincoln. And right. his idea of bad was green. Right. So literally the things he remembers or knows about green mm-hmm. are exactly what green's going to do. Exactly. Right. Here's so, where right. that could, like they could have gone a different direction, right? When they figure out like that, these are developed from their own mind, then they already know what the strategy of the other people will be. But it doesn't seem like that ever comes to fruition. Oh, that would have been kind of interesting. Right. So like, yeah, they could have like, you know, like, shaped- Oh, shape the game to right because like, my impressions are what this person is hmm. not necessarily what they actually were it's what i have read through history books and whatever which is never you know at a 100 yeah. accurate source so it's like okay now we can anticipate what the other team's going to do because we essentially are the other team that, that doesn't been, come out that yeah. doesn't play out either <laughs> Yeah, I actually kind of like that. Like they, they could have they could have shaped the game to their will to kind of see Picard kind of, and Riker would have changed the game, right? Not played the game to no. win. Riker yes, they would have tried to sleep with Zora. Right. Yes, absolutely. And he would succeed. Also, probably true. Yeah, totally. He would have definitely succeeded. Have you looked at him? I mean, come on. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So after this first fight, they kind of. Um, break off into their teams. Uh, Kirk finds a like stronghold kind of location that will act as a fallback spot for them uh, Mm -hmm. in case the fighting goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Now here's where the tactics kind of break down and it kind of gets a little messy for me. What? Um, This is my favorite part. Well, no, no, like it's, it's not bad. It's just like, so Surak wants to go talk to them. Um, He's the ultimate pacifist. Right. He does not want to fight. He goes to try to propose peace um, because his reasoning is, well, I wasn't going to fight anyway, so I might as well try this. And you're not Mm -hmm. really losing anything if I fail because I wasn't going to fight. Right. So Kirk's, you know, tells Spock that Serac is, you know, truly a brave man. Um, But when he goes to talk to them, uh, it does not go well, and they hear someone supposedly well, Sirach scream for help. Well, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. right before he leaves, Sirach right. brings up a really good point, which mm-hmm. kind of addresses Beth's thing about testing good and evil, mm-hmm. is that Sirach says perhaps it is our belief in peace that's actually being tested. Right. Like maybe yeah, it's not actually a fight to the death. I did like that. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. they're ju- they, maybe the lava monster just wants to see if they actually will fight. Right. right. And, and stick if that's to the their case, principles. Right. Like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So which was interesting. Sirach is mm-hmm. the ultimate peaceful principled of good. He he's right. the representation of that. Right. So he goes over there, and uh, they they discuss a little bit, and then. A few minutes later, we hear him screaming out for Spock to help him. Right. He right. seems like he's in agony. And uh, honestly, uh, Spock does the right thing. Spock's like, hold on. A Vulcan would not cry out like a little bitch. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Sirach, not, Sirach that would knew, not happen. Sirach knew what he was getting into. He would mm-hmm. not then ask for help because he knew. To be rescued. What, yeah. What the, what the stakes were. Yeah. yeah. He knew he right. was probably going to die in that right, exactly. situation. Um, and Kirk being a terrible leader <laughs> right <laughs> yeah says well we can't just let him like stay there and yeah be all hurt right. and so spock <laughs> guessed correctly that's not him right. <laughs> and uh <laughs> right. kirk is just like i oh yeah they, they just they literally discuss they want us to just react brashly and rush in right and, and he's totally, kirk totally is like, right yeah well that's exactly what we're gonna do <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> so right. terrific yeah yep. uh lincoln um, oh go ahead so they, they mount a rescue oh, yeah. mission is it right. essentially yeah um so lincoln takes over kind of and sort of leads the way mm-hmm. um he kind of goes in to well, find Sirach. 
he he becomes the other side of good. Right. He just says, "Okay, you know what? We're fighting evil. We have to be as brutal and almost as evil as them. We have to match their brutality." Right. right. So he decides this deceptive approach where like uh the other two attack from the front as Abraham kind of like sneaks in the back and frees mm-hmm. Surak. Right. It's the pragmatic view right of good. Right. So we've right. seen the principle and, and they the have pragmatic of the team good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's so that's kind of cool. Up to this point, too, like Kirk is a little that. shocked that Abraham Lincoln is saying this. And a- Abraham Lincoln does remind him. Well, first of all, he he compliments him by saying that he reminds him of Ulysses S. Grant, which Kirk mm-hmm. is like his little face. He's like a kid in a candy store. He's like, You're right. He's <gasps> really? like, oh, thank um, you. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. he also says, like, yeah. you have to remember that, like, although, you know, I'm seen as this peaceful figure, I did lead. I was the commander in chief during the four most bloody years right. of my nation's right. history and, right. and, and as soon I mean, as lincoln I says gave orders that, to kill yeah. lots and lots of people right. um, as soon as lincoln pr- pr- like shows that whole like we should like match them on their level mm-hmm. they pan to like the the lava monster and he like kind of takes note i saw that yeah yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, he gave like a little like head nod like, and, like he's, <laughs> he's a like, little a little claw click like yeah <laughs> he's like a crab claws like, right um yeah, yeah but see here's the thing for me too it's like I appreciate, Dan, what you're saying, where they show both the principled and pragmatic and say that, like, what's interesting about these ideas is that they're none of them are black and white. Right. It's like a lot of gray. Mm-hmm. And even when you're fighting on the side of good, you can be capable of doing not very good things. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, the worst part in, like, battling people like that is that if they believe their ideology is good, they're still capable of doing really bad things, regardless of whether right. it's good or not. So, um What's interesting, though, I think, is that, like, Picard, I think, would have stuck to the principled, regardless of the pragmatic. And I think he would have said, yes, that is true, Mr. Lincoln, but we've since moved on. You know what I mean? Or something like that. And Mm. said, like, we've Mm. realized that even in those situations, like, killing and the violence is not the way to go. But as as we showed, being 100% principled does not turn out super well in this situation under these constraints exactly right like but again like they could have just changed the constraints i think i think that would have been more interesting writing less you know what i mean like because i at this point in the show i'm like kind of bored i'm like okay like Ooh. you know what i mean because they've been doing know. this rescue mission we see abe lincoln like army crawling through the mud it's a little ridiculous yeah, yeah so <laughs> you know? they, they try out lincoln's plan right. we should yeah. also say that we do see kirk rip his pants also newman did you notice we do? no i didn't Shatner that. Yes. ripped his pants yes. in, in the very first fight, <laughs> fight. Uh-huh. He's, he's kicking green yeah. a little little like tear on his, uh, on his on his right butt cheek. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah. Appears. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I turned it down. I was like, "Did he rip his pants?" Yeah. Oh, I missed that. No, luckily, I guess uh, he stitched it up for the rest of the episode. Yeah, but yeah. Well, of course, yeah, must of course. Have. He's a he's a world world crafty stitcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, Lincoln is sneaking yeah. around, and uh, he finds Surak kind of like sitting facing away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, bro." Let's, right. let's, let's get out of here. <laughs> right. He and does start then, like an absurdly long monologue for trying to save someone. It was a bit much. He, <laughs> yeah. he was, he was kind of doing like, like the Gettysburg address pretty yeah, much. Yeah, while uh, he's to, untying this un- sort of unconscious person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to emancipate you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we find out that Sirach has been killed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that approach did not right, work. Did not work. <laughs> Kalas and Genghis Khan come around the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kalis does what a, him off. a wicked Surak impression. <laughs> yeah, so we um, find out that Kalis has been the one calling out right. in uh, uh, what's his name's Surak's, Surak's voice. name, which, which is totally reasonable because any viewer could have guessed that 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 someone was faking Surak's yeah, voice to yeah, get them. Totally, I, I didn't right. know Klingons had this like I mean, impersonation either. ability. Yeah, I had no, I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah. Such anyway, good stand-up so, yeah. comedians. so now Lionel Lincoln is captured. He yeah. thought he was being all sneaky. They yeah. got him. Oh, they got him. They got him good. They got and him then hard. we see uh, Lincoln kind of walking out right. to the oh, open. But before toward... that, oh, okay. sorry, before that, 
uh, Gang or uh, Green asks Genghis Khan if he or, or sorry, um, Kellas if he can do a Lincoln impression. Right. And he does. <laughs> right. It's like, and it's pretty good. It's, it's a pretty good impression. It's okay. You know, yeah. For their for their for their he needs. Just, he just lowers you know. his voice a little bit. Right. <laughs> and you know. Yeah. Anyways. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so Lincoln's walking out. Um mm-hmm. he is telling them that uh, you know, his plan did not go well. Yeah. Um, and he falls over and has a huge spear in his back, like a massive yes. spear. Yes. I was expecting like a little knife or something. Yeah. But it actually it's made just, me laugh how like big the spear long. was. Right. <laughs> um, it was so, so heavy that he should have propped backwards instead of yeah. falling forwards. Yeah. That's um, true. I didn't think about that. So Lincoln then bas- right. <laughs> so basically an all out skirmish breaks out. Yes. Um with Kirk and Spock fighting all four yeah, of it's the people. Four on two. Yeah. Right. And they're basically just throwing sticks at one another from twenty feet away. None of right. them are landing it's, it's, well, anywhere at, near the at battle. First it's it's physical fighting and then it kinda turns into like the, the stick fighting, yeah. Yeah. Um here's where I kinda have a problem. The show gets kind of muddy and Kirk and Spock just win the fight. Like, right. Oh well. First yes, of all, this, this that's fight, my whole complaint. It goes like, on for like a full like forty five seconds, maybe a it minute. It does. And right. There's no fighting sound effects. No. Yes. It's awkwardly it's silent. Very boring. You, like, there's a you, couple. You hear a couple, their like, feet shuffle in the right. in the dirt. There's some like yeah. panting. Right. Panting. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just yeah. Like every time a punch connects, it's right. Nothing. Right. I wonder like, if that was on purpose for some reason. I, I don't know. Like maybe because there's no music either, right? Like there's no, no there's, background there's, there's, music. There's, there's music. Is there background music? There's some okay. music. Yeah. yeah. Just, okay. I don't know. It just, it felt like Kirk and Spock just kind of like win. Like, yeah. yeah. Four, four on two. Like, right. there, there's no point in a four on four because. No. Like, they just, yeah. They just win. Um, right. That's which, my whole problem. Which was kind of like, well, how'd they win? They were dealing with like some ruthless people. Well, okay. You know? So they, so Kirk and Green are wrestling, and yeah. Green, I don't even know if it was intentional on Kirk's part, but kind of like falls on his own knife fashioned knife spear right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And then the others run away. Run away, right? So right. It, I guess it's that was like a little bit trying to like cope with the four on two thing. Right, like, like maybe once, they lost their once, leader and then they yeah. Then they once you fight scatter. back, they yeah. like evil scurries. That was the let story, me, basically. Let me like, ask you this: once though. good decides to fight, evil I mean, won't win or something. I you're fighting, you're fighting Genghis Khan though, who is like the right. greatest warrior in Earth's or greatest conqueror in Earth's history. Yeah, I don't think he would just run away. Uh, yeah. But but whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, that uh, was so that here's was the, like underdeveloped yeah. character. Right? Yeah. So after this is where they do like like a literal thirty second wrap up. <laughs> like yes. Yeah. It's like this is the most important. Maybe part. a minute. Huh. This is the most important part. Yeah. But okay. Good. Please explain. <laughs> so the lava rock monster. Yeah. D- determined. Rock okay. Monster. Yes. Rock, yeah. Sorry. Everybody had, had matching knives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lava Rock. Uh, I forget their, their name, but whatever. Uh, yeah, they point out, like, okay, so you guys won. Great job. But we didn't really learn what we meant to learn by having you guys fight because it seems that good and evil have the same methods and the same goals. Tactics. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, we, yep. we kind of like get to like the heart of the, the message of the episode is Kirk decides like, hey, like it, it's not like what we actually fought with. It's what we're fighting for. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I was fighting to save my crew. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were fighting for power. The thing that you offered them. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is the actual moral of the episode. The difference between good and evil. Right. Context. can do with. With with right. methods or all that, or anything like that, it's what you're fighting for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I I I like that as a message. Sure. Yeah, totally. it is. Yeah, yeah. but is it, it also good, depends good on your... is not is not that cut and dry, right? Yes. Good people yes. only do this. As a matter of fact, the only people that were super extremist on the good side, Sirach with the super mm-hmm. principled mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. died, right. and Lincoln with the super pragmatic, willing to be evil died right also mm-hmm. died yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's yeah, like it, it's it's actually trying to provide this like gray or gray you right. know, answer the problem is that like 
yes, what we're fighting for is the message. However, the perspective of the people doing the fighting in both sides, what they're fighting for is the good thing and the right thing. They're not like, hey, all of our stuff is super evil. We're going to go ahead and defend evil. They're usually well, the way they think about it is also this is identical. And that's I know, a, but that, yeah. in this in this scenario, the the team evil was offered power. They didn't really go into exactly I thought they what that were, meant. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't say that. Then the guys they basically said that they were offered right. the same deal that they could leave. Not no, that no, they, no, 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 no. Kirk specifically asked what the love monster offered the team evil. Right, yeah, and love monster said, "I offered them power." Maybe they right. were and saying, team evil you... though said that they were offered that they could leave. <laughs> well, that that was Colonel meeting. Green when he was lying. Okay, right. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, power would be those people's greatest, you know, like want and need, you know, like that's, that's what they would probably fight for the most. I, I regarding, regarding the deaths though, like if you want to get real about it and good and evil, like in real life figures like, uh, Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King who were super, who there's, let's take Martin Luther King who was super principled. He still died, but the legacy is what's important right? Like the martyrdom and the, the, like, it's not a single person that carried on the principles of it. It's it like it established a legacy that has lasted over time. Right. And that's the thing that's important. Not necessarily the fact that he died or lived. But I guess you could argue that Martin Luther King, you know, he did die saving his people, just like Kirk would have died saving his crew, you know, like what he was doing it for. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. I mean, it's it's not a perfect scenario. Uh, you know, it's of it's, course, yeah. It's, it's a forty-three it's, minute. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, that can also be explained to... by this monster does not understand the concepts. So obviously, he he couldn't have created an actual good test between yeah. good and evil. Right. Yeah. He yeah. literally scanned their minds, saw that there was some word in their mind dictionary of mm-hmm. good and evil, mm-hmm. right. and decided to test it. Right. And decided that he should. Just, all right, I'll give him four of four of their top people on good, and four of their their absolute worst people, mm-hmm. and go see what happens. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he's not a good scientist because you don't. He didn't just see what happens, though. He forced demand so, characteristics on the experiment. I don't know if this guy is. A, I don't know. If, I don't know if Rock Monster is a scientist. Yeah. I don't you think so. You disagree with Rock <laughs> Monster's <laughs> methods? I do. Well, okay. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see his hypothesis. Right, I want to see yes. his uh, supporting yeah. art, supporting articles. <laughs> yes. This was the first yeah. of many experiments. All right. This yeah. Is, this is a very preliminary establishing step in the process. Well, ground, like you know, maybe baseline. the next people that they pull through for this test, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they'll be like a little bit more principled. You know, like yeah. yeah. I hope like, so. He'll, he'll, he'll refine this experiment. Right. Yeah. They just get a bunch yeah. of monks that set themselves on fire. Self-emulation. Oh I mean, that's that's a way to that's a way to do it. That's yeah. way to do it it, it is not. <laughs> no. no. So lava monster, let them yeah. go. Yep. Said all yeah. right. You, you guys won your freedom. Oh, well, we get back to this ship. Okay, here's here's the other thing that like made me chuckle and a little frustrated. So Spock mm-hmm. and Kirk go back to the ship, and the sh- they get back there, and everyone's like, "Hey, the ship is magically better." And they they ask everyone. They go to Uhura. They go to Sulu. Who else do they talk to? I don't. Someone else. And they're like. Hey, oh, Scotty. And they're like, hey, how's everything going? They're like, everything's magically better. And we have no explanation is basically what they said. Each one of them said that they have no explanation. And then Kirk just like sits back down in his chair. Like he didn't just get done fighting to the death and he's not (laughs) exhausted. And he's like, all right, next thing. Let's go, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) So ridiculous. His last words are just, all right continue to our next assignment yeah, yeah. It's like, i mean that's basically star trek or anything right like what's the one episode that we talked about not so long ago where like the enterprise goes through this insane thing and i, I think it's next gen mm-hmm, i think it might probably. be justice and it's like they just encounter this huge crazy god ship and yes. like they're like yes. all right let's go see ya yep. <laughs> like, bye peace yeah, out that's, everybody that's that's the star trek you know that's yeah. just like that's just how this is how it works <laughs> yeah. i mean like, after after a little while like you just kind of right you, you get, just get used to it it's just like get, kirk and spock have not these... even a scratch on them they're like all right, right back to work here we go chop chop yeah nine more hours left on my shift <laughs> that's, that's that's why they have counselors <laughs> right oh my god yeah i mean yeah. they definitely like, I need to talk through some stuff oh yeah and it would come yeah. on and be like, it sounds like you're doing okay. Like right. to state the obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I just met this God thing that just changed my life forever. But okay, yeah. let's go on. You know, 
Hopefully right. I can sleep at night <laughs> yep. not having horrible nightmares. <laughs> yeah. So right. yeah. exactly. Well that's so. that's our episode, unless you guys missed yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. I, I just I just want to note it. that um at the very end, before Kirk sits down, Spock does basically tell the entire plot of the episode yes. to the audience for like a minute. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like, okay, I guess they had to try to explain it, and people still didn't understand it. I thought I thought it was yeah. a bit much. He was like, mm-hmm. "Well, Captain, what it really was was um, mineral monsters re- replicating things from our, our minds. Like we've already covered this." <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. Yeah. So uh, uh, I have a couple dives on uh, do on, Ooh, on Team deep Evil. Deep okay. di- Ooh, Team Evil. Okay. Okay. So so Team Evil. Let's start with uh, Genghis Khan, who was That's played it. by Nathan Young or Jung. I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. Okay. Uh, the only other notable thing that I know he did that I recognized him from was he was uh, Leslie Nielsen's right hand man in Surf Ninjas. Oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. So, uh, now, did you now did you notice this before looking it up? No, you were just like, no, no, no. Uh, no you were just like, oh my god, <laughs> Surf Ninjas. I was gonna say that's pretty incredible. I, yeah, I I forgot most of Surf Ninja. Leslie Nielsen is like a weird robot overlord yeah. person. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Huh. Anyway, man, we're gonna, okay. have to, uh, we're gonna have to set up a screening uh, of that again soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, the, oh, it'd be a double feature ninja night. It'd be Surf Ninjas and Beverly Hills Ninjas in the same perfect. night. That'd perfect. be so oh. good. I can't. I, I can't think of a better time. Honestly, I about all that. Um, <laughs> the the guy that played the body of Lava Rock Monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not the voice, but just the body. Yeah. His name was uh, Janos. Prohaska, okay. Um, okay, and his IMDb his IMDb page is almost entirely made up of gorillas and bears. Oh man, what? <laughs> he played. Is that all he plays? Uh, almost. He he has thirty four separate gorilla <laughs> or bear roles on IMDb. How did you get that job? That's amazing. How how are you like Hollywood's go-to gorilla gorilla or bear guy? Like uh, if you ever saw a a gorilla on like Gilligan's Island. Yeah. That's that's him. him. Yeah. They must have been like, he has the best gorilla moves out there. I think he probably just owned the suit. (laughs) Just like no one else was like, I don't know. He didn't play a very good gorilla. No, they're just like, I need a gorilla. Get the, get that guy. That's hilarious. (laughs) Get the gorilla guy. I wonder if Gilligan's Island was CBS because so is Star Trek. I wonder if he was just CBS's gorilla guy. And that's right. He probably owned the suit. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, he... And like a few dozen people died in a plane crash while filming a uh, show called Up from the Ape. Oh, so this guy was like super gorillaed through and through. I mean, at least he died his entire life. What 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 he loved, you know? Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I wonder if did that show ever make it to air? I don't don't know. Oh, Maybe not. That that many people died. Didn't die deep enough. Yeah. Uh, So Zora. Uh-huh. Zora was played by Carol Daniels, a stunt woman. Okay. Who later sued Warner Brothers for $10 million. Oh, I hope because she won. in one of her mm-hmm. stunts, uh, 10 tons of sand was dumped on her. <gasps> oh. There was supposed to be a it was a rig uh that was supposed to like kind of shield her from from yeah. it that broke earlier on. And they rebuilt it and promised her it would work, and it did not. Oh dear! And her uh, her her quote was, "I was did real concerned crushed? about my head because I heard it crunch. Oh, uh, but I raised my hands in front of my in front of me, and that left a little air pocket, which was uh, what enabled me to still be able to talk about it. I guess that's crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, I couldn't find the result of the lawsuit. Yeah, but I bet you yeah. she probably settled. Won. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, court. probably. Yeah. I'm sure there was something. Yeah. Did, did it say you what know. what what it was for? Which which uh, movie? Or which it show? did, but I didn't recognize it, so I didn't write it down. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> so uh, yeah, those are my dives. Okay. Nice. Those, those are awesome. pretty good. Two deep awesome. dives, Dan. You you always find good stunt work. Uh, yes. Deep dives. That's it's kind your of specialty, like, I think. It's, yeah. I the think it's men. just because they have so many like right. connections to so many other things. Right. Yeah. In it's a small community. Yeah. 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 No, that's great. We need to start a like stunt memory alpha where it's just yeah. 
Just stunt related. Just stunt related stuff. stuff. That's yeah. a good idea. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, oh, uh, was it uh, worth your voyages? Yeah. Uh, Beth, you want to want to start? Oh man. Um. Yeah. Sure. I think it was. Um, <laughs> you just said you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't like the second half. Okay. Um, okay. So let's see. Of the T of the original series ones that we've evaluated thus far i think it was my favorite mm-hmm. out of those ones okay yeah because the, the original series is hard it's it's tough right because it's a different different generation different time different generation of tv like yeah. the style of tv sure. is very different so for me it's kind of hard to watch because it, the tos in general like it's very slow moving it's like it unfolds very slowly and like yeah you know so it's 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 just it's harder to watch i think to me to me so like of yeah. the, even the best of the original series is still not nearly as as fun for me as any of the other series so um but this one i thought was actually really good and i, I like mm-hmm. i said in the beginning for me i was very drawn in so yeah sure why not it's worth the voyage what about you guys cool uh dan um so definitely i think it was definitely worth the voyage uh an interesting concept mm-hmm. uh, kind of like it kind of started with a what the fuck's going on yeah and then you know unfolded into something kind of moral and interesting mm-hmm. i actually disagree with uh your take on the old oh shows. yeah okay yeah because this era like just the production value is so far from realism yeah that it that it doesn't bother me anymore it's almost like like doctor who like yeah, you, right. you're not really you expecting cut it some, like some slack for yeah for, yeah. Right, right, I, right. I don't know why, but like you know now your expectation of of a lot of shows is like I want sure. it to all make sense. I want it to yeah. all sure. look realistic, and like mm-hmm. those little flaws kind of take you out of it. Yeah. Whereas this is it's I don't know it's just more like a stage play where you're just like yeah you have to kind of buy in, and that kind of right. leads you to like kind of focus on more of the message and the story. I think it's mm-hmm. more the pace that's hard for me than, than See, the, I, the visuals. I, the visuals I, I can get over. I like the slow pace. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I, it's different. There's okay. very there's yeah. very something comforting sure. about this series. Like you put it on TV and you can kind of like have a nap or like do stuff around the house. It's just like it's like a nice yeah. like warm <laughs> show. Like it's yeah. like always like nice like soothing ambient sounds to it. It's it's yeah. very very like 60s sci-fi. Like you know totally. what I mean? Like yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, Newman. Cool. Okay. What about you, Newman? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it's worth the voyage. This is a very uh <laughs> Gene Roddenberry episode. I mean, he yeah. he helped write it. Um Roddenberry always had big ideas. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he he invented Q, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of the same sort of thing. Similar you know, story, yeah. A god yeah. being puts the crew in a, a certain kind of situation. Test. Yeah. And Roddenberry was all about that in sci-fi. So um, going into that, seeing that he wrote it, I was like, this is a classic Roddenberry, you know, moral message. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think modern Star Treks, for the most part, um, don't have as many God beings. I mean, they still show up once in a while, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was all about those kind of moral tests. So I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, I, I think it's worth the voyage. It's it's. It's hindered by some bad Abraham Lincoln make you know makeup and things like that. And just, <laughs> I mean, just the fact that Abraham Lincoln shows up is funny to begin with. Yeah, um, it's a little ridiculous. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I I think it works as a classic sci-fi story. Yeah, three cool. worth the voyages. I know. I know. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I mean, let's I guess I'll make it into right. our like Hall of Shame second chances, like ones we've reviewed that what? maybe we shouldn't have reviewed. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah. well, no, I mean, there's definitely shame, been yeah. ones that, I mean, it, it definitely won't get in the Hall of Shame. That's, that's yeah, I know. Sure. I don't think so. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, man. All right. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. All right. Well, where are we going next time, New? Uh, next time we are leaving the original series and we are going to the far depths of space to DS9. And we are talking about Let He Who Is Without Sin from ep- mm-hmm. uh, from season five of that, of that show. Nice. Um. Basically, uh, the crew is vacationing on Risa, and um, they <laughs> can't wait. That, so that's excited. basically all that I want to say because so the plot excited. sounds insane. Anything with Risa so, is like 
Um, Let's go there. There are, <laughs> you know, uh, moral quandaries abound in this one, and it just sounds like a huge mess, and I can't wait to talk about it. Risa okay. is the pleasure, pleasure planet? planet. It's the pleasure planet, yeah. And that's yeah. the one where, like, uh, Wesley was sentenced to death? No, that's no. Haven, oh, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a similar-looking, pretty kind of planet, mm-hmm. but... Risa is basically where you can go on shore leave and screw mm-hmm. whoever you want to. Yes. And, you I don't know, it's, think it's... we've done any episodes on... Oh, yeah, actually, isn't Riker on Risa <sighs> in the... Um, uh, is he on Risa? In the game. In the game, I think he's That's on Risa in the beginning of that episode. Be, I can't remember, maybe. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. This one yeah, looks fantastic. So, cool. so yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and hey, if you would like to ask us a question, uh, we are on Twitter at, at MakeItSoSoCast. Yep. You can find us at our home on the web, MakeItSoSoPodcast.com. Or you can email us at MakeItSoSoPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's right. And if you are willing to send a couple bucks our way a month, well, we do have a Patreon. Uh, that is Patreon.com forward slash podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want a bonus episode or a written review of, you know, Star Trek Cats or, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a really bad novel or things like that, um, that's where you will find those kind of things. So we appreciate the support. Um, you don't have to do it, but if you do it, it's greatly appreciated. So uh, thank you, you. You have to. Oh, yeah, yeah you kind of have to do it. Yeah. 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 All future episodes awesome. will have a audio unlock key that we have to uh, well, no, on it's, Patreon. it's the honor yeah. system it's just right, right. <laughs> yeah. we we hate you if you don't right yeah. <laughs> so, and we will silently spite you throughout That's the right. episode well, yeah. uh, but thank you listeners for the continued support thank you yeah, absolutely much appreciated. yeah well thanks right, everybody, everybody. Yeah. thank you for listening yeah see and you next time. time see you on DS9 <laughs> okay. bye bye, bye. bye.